0: In this episode of The Business of E-Commerce, I talk with Rick Cesare about using video to increase sales. This is the Business of E-Commerce episode 99. Welcome to the Business of E-Commerce, the show that helps e-commerce retailers start launch and grow their e-commerce business. I'm your host, Charles Plusky, and I'm here today with Rick Cesare. Rick is the author of Video Persuasion, where he teaches retailers how to use video to increase their sales. I asked Rick on the show today to chat about using video to increase your sales. So, hey, Rick, how are you doing today?
1: Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on.
0: Yeah, awesome to have you on. You're coming out with a book. Um, it sounds like very soon right now, this fall. So and you, you've been working for a long time. We've talking to the show with retailers, kind of video, but also just kind of marketing in general. Right? Um,
1: yeah. Anybody that wants to sell a product or service direct to a consumer, I've been helping doing it through direct response, advertising and marketing for over 25 years, uh, using, I mean, we can talk about it going way back to, this will sound funny because you're talking about e-commerce way back to using newspaper ads all the way through TV, radio, and now online, uh, stuff.
0: Yeah. It's one of those things I've been noticing. I mean anyone has been this for a while where the medium has changed, but the, you know, so it's gone from newspaper to online to video and these sort of things. But the, like the overall strategy is kind of remained the same. It, it feels like, um, almost forever where you're kind of doing the same things, but you just have different ways of talking to people.
1: And now yeah, that's comes, like, video. Yeah. yeah, you can get, A- absolutely. Closer. And that's one of the things I, I like to, um, uh, bring out to people is that human nature really hasn't changed. And if you can understand, uh, persuasion principles like I talk about in my book or direct marketing strategies that worked back in the 1920s, 30s, 40s, 50s, uh, they use the same things. It's just a delivery mechanism is different how people are receiving the message. So that's a, a real important message that uh, you hit on that I really d- definitely like to share with uh, listeners.
0: Yeah. So definitely it's it's almost to, um, I've read, I've got to look back at the titles, but some older books with it's like marketing in like the 1920s and a lot of it though, it's, it's like the exact same thing where, yeah. And like, yeah, like you said, video is now the new thing and, but now you can get a lot closer to people and instead of just being an ad in a newspaper and you know, some couple lines of text, you're a face and a voice. And it's totally different and people can see a product.
1: So. And the analytics are better.
0: And Oh, good point. And and you actually know, people are seeing it, not just a little classified ad where you, you know, pay your whatever a few hundred dollars and hope someone saw it this you know, right? So 2019 um, video, what should retailers be doing? Where should, where should we start with that?
1: Well, let me, um, you know, one of the things I, I have in my book, I have some statistics that I like to share with people because they're really pretty astounding. Um, and it really just shows the power of video. And, you, you know, first of all, in the last 30 days, there's been more video produced than the, all the TV networks produced in the last thirty years. So what that tells you is we're moving into a video-first society. People don't like to read anymore. Um, you know, people will will basically retain ninety-five percent of a message when they hear it in a video versus ten percent in a text. Again, showing the power of video. And then uh, specifically for uh, e-commerce. Uh, using video and emails lead to two, 200 to 300% increase in click through rates. Using and in, including a video on a landing page can increase conversions by 80%. Anyway, these aren't my statistics. You can just Google online video marketing, video statistics, and, and see it. But I, one of the reasons I like to talk about is really just to show how powerful video is, but only if you're using video the correct way, I guess. Yeah. And when you
0: say the correct way, what is the correct way though? Um, like what makes it what what makes it not correct? I guess let's start off there. Okay.
1: Well, that's a good point. Uh, and especially if you're in in-commerce, you're trying to sell products or services to people, um, it's totally different than than traditional social media where you're putting humorous videos, entertaining videos, selfie videos, whatever. You know, the the really the, the, the book that I have really focuses on the content of the video and what you can put in the video to take people to take a specific action. Now, I didn't come up with a lot of these persuasion principles, but I've marketed all sorts of products, uh, directed to the consumer for many years, and made many mistakes and know what works and what doesn't work. So there's, you know, I, I guess in a, a short answer to your question would be um, that I always compare making videos a little bit to giving a speech. And a really simple formula is uh, tell the people what you're going to say. This comes from uh, Dale Carnegie uh, say it and then tell them what you said. And that doesn't mean, you know, if that's a 30 second video, a one minute video, but really let people know right up front what the video is about. And then also, um, if it's a demonstration video, a lot of people forget, I mean, it's, it seems almost shocking. A lot of people forget to put in a simple call to action, you know, uh, go to the, uh, you know, go to buy now button on Amazon, go, uh, you know, put this in your cart, give people specific instructions on what to do in the video. But there's also, you know, we can talk, um i have something that i like to talk about that's like the three most popular types of video when it comes for comes to the business of e-commerce or online and those are uh tutorial videos which are how to videos showing someone how to use a product uh demonstration videos which is a little bit different because that and a demonstration video you're focusing on the benefits to the end user and it's not so much how to use it but what's the benefit are and then the third one is um, my favorite marketing tool which are uh, authentic testimonials and if you if you give me a handful of authentic testimonial uh, that have used a product and I put those on video that always increases um, conversions and sales any anywhere we're able to deploy them
0: so I a bunch of interesting points there. Uh,
1: <laughs> the first one <laughs> I so, went all over the place. <laughs> yeah, no,
0: that was good. Actually. I want to dig into each one actually, because what you said for that format, format um, that Dale Carnegie, you see that all, it's funny when you don't know that something people are doing um, it kind of just like you see it and you're like, oh, this was a great video. But then you realize you start watching different YouTube videos and everything. And a lot of folks follow that exact same format. Um, mm-hmm. So what is that exactly again? Let's go slowly through well, it. Well,
1: it's a, it's a real – first of all, that's one of the great books. Again, we talk about old-time um, books and what people used to do still works. But Dale Carnegie's book was called How to Win Friends and Influence People, and it was really about public speaking. And again, if you Google – It's still, uh, you it's know, still I, like I tell, a bestseller
0: too, which is – Oh, it's, absolutely. It shows like Be, it's high because, and like.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I think it was written, I don't know if it was like the forties or something yeah. or nineteen thirty, a long time ago. Anyway, because the information is so good and that's just a simple formula I've always used. And I and I, I go into much more depth and much more specifics, but if you just want a quick formula for how to create a good video, it, it is um, you know, Tell them what you're going to say, which is your introduction. Now, think about this. I don't know how many of your listeners ever still watch TV or even online, but how many times have you seen an ad and you know what the heck they're talking about until the very end of the ad? Well, the chances that you're going to tune out from something like that is very high. So I always study, um, and again, you can go online to go- Google on YouTube, find out how people, you know, the 10 best ways to start a speech or the 10 best, wa- three best ways to start a speech. And I, I talk about that the three best ways to start a video are start with a question. Uh, would you like to be thinner? Would you like to look younger? Would you, you know, uh, and that hooks people in that might be interested, or you could start it with a factoid. Um, We marketed juicers, uh, one of my companies many years ago, and there was a um, a, a scientific study that came out about an element in broccoli that could prevent breast cancer. So we uh, basically started out uh, with a graphic screen and it said, did you know that Indo-3-carbinol, an element found in broccoli, can prevent breast cancer? So all of a sudden, the viewer is hooked in to what's coming next. And the third way to start it is just with a story. And you've, you've heard many speeches before where somebody will get up and start talking, uh, telling a story, but that draws the audience in. So it's really important um, when we're talking about videos uh, um, to, to start them correctly, then give the viewer the information they're looking for, and then when you end it um, – let them know what you want them to do after watching the video.
0: Yes. I like to and let them know what you want them to do because right there at the end, you just kind of see the, you know, n- goodbye sort of thing at the end, just a, kind of a sign off. And when you re- and what you see, and this is uh, demo videos um, testimonials, anything like that, either maybe it's click here for more information, put in your email address here. Um, you know, give us a five star review on iTunes, which if you're listening, you want to do that great. anything like that. It's kind of just, you know, tell people give kind of the next step at the, after watching the video, um, and from what I hear, exactly, it, always, it works, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it absolutely works, and and again, a lot of people forget to do that, and and again, just when it comes to your podcast, uh, let's leave a five star review, uh, you know, on iTunes or whatever. Let let's or on Amazon. Let um, and if you just tell people what to do if you don't tell people what to do they they say hey that was fun that was great I like that product what's next you know what I mean so it's just uh again it goes back to simple human nature and and what people are used to doing and um yeah so
0: yeah I always try to also even on the show at the beginning kind of hey we're going to talk with Rick about and kind of give what what we're going to talk about so it's not just this wandering conversation about someone's life you know, sort of thing, which is, there's a place for that, but more of here's what we're going to talk about using video. And at the very end, um, users kind of sign off with, if there's, you know, questions, want to learn more about you. So I always try to use those same bookends too. Um, and I know it's that format, just it, you see it all over the place of, here's what we're going to do. And at the end, if you want, want to learn more, this is kind of next step, or whatever that, whatever the sign off is. Um,
1: yeah, yeah. Let me give you a great example. It's actually a billion-dollar example in my previous book, Building Billion-Dollar Brands. I, we did all of the television marketing for GoPro cameras. And um, they – if you look at any GoPro, GoPro commercials on TV, there, there aren't any running now. But when they were growing really quickly, um, we started out each 30-second spot with a brand logo uh, that you know said GoPro so people knew right away what it was. Then we had user-generated footage, uh, could have been, you know, mountain biking, jumping off a cliff, paragliding, snowboarding, whatever. And then we ended it with um, a, a call to action: go to our website and someone will win one of everything we make every single day. And so three great things happened. People would go to the website, and we'd capture their names and addresses so we could remarket to them. You know, they had to register for the contest. Um, two, they would go to the website. They'd see all the other cool videos there. They'd share them, and it created create a little bit of a viral effect. And then the third, people would buy the product. So we would actually generate revenue to help offset the advertising cost. So real simple concept of exactly what we're talking about from a company that used it to grow from a million to a billion in sales in eight years. So, um, you know, these are the type of things that I like to share in the book. So not just the principles, but also backed up with like stories of how I actually used them in the, in the marketplace.
0: Yeah. I like that. Cause it's, it's this format that, you know, if you want to kind of do a lot of these at scale, um, once you kind of have the format down and kind of the the bookends, how you're going to start, how you're going to end now, it's just, okay, what do we, what's in the middle? What's kind of the meat in the sandwich, but you know the sandwich always has two slices of bread sort of thing. Yes. Um, yep,
1: exactly. That's yeah. a good analogy. Perfect. So you said there were three
0: types of video or that cause when you start looking cause then you start thinking, okay, I could use video. Is it just, you know, some stuff on the homepage? Is it a product page? Like where would these videos go? Um, so you said three main types, um, what was it? Tutorial, tutorial, demo, testimonial. Yeah. All right.
1: So, and and you can have more than that, but that those are the three basics that everybody should have on their website. Um, so let's go through them one by one. Where
0: would you put each sure. one, and kind of how what will kind of be the um, the you know strategy for each one of them?
1: Yeah. So um, so I, first of all, I'll throw out a good um, reference that people can look at. I have a large um, Amazon client. or the largest seller of Docker sta- docking stations on Amazon called Plugable. And they've been using video, uh, even though on Amazon, video has just come to Amazon recently. um, They've been using video every time they introduce a product, uh, they create a tutorial video, which is, because it's electronic equipment, you know, connecting, you know, certain adapters. And so they they would create a, a video and deploy it for every product when they introduce it. And, and so um, the first type of video I mentioned is called a tutorial video, a how-to video. Um, if you have a product or service, this just simply explains... Um, this is where you do focus a little bit on, more on the features. You uh, talk about the product, how you, how you can use it. And it's an explanation video. It's like just what it says. It's a how-to video. And I think that um, people like to watch that before making a purchase. Um, the other two types of videos uh, are demonstration video, a demonstration video. That's more of a sales video. That That's one where you're really taking – your product you know a widget and you're explaining okay here's the features but here's what that feature means to you and i'll use a couple examples from my past with a sonic care toothbrush we talked about sonic technology but um people really didn't know how that could help them so we had to say because of the sonic technology the product could clean beyond the bristles and it could reach the nooks and crannies where bacteria hide and so it's really talking about the features of a product and then that how fe- how that feature translates into a benefit to the end user and, and the demonstration video really points out the benefits of the product and the benefits that the end user are going to get. And, um, and then again, like we just talked about, having a call to action at the end of it. Um, you know, if there's any type of offer, any kind of a coupon, and it doesn't have to be. You can just be as simply, you know, go over to 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 buy now type of thing. It doesn't have to be a specific, you know, money saving offer or buy one get one free. Although I do talk a lot about offers and offers at work in in the book as well. And then the third is testimonials, which I mentioned before. I I've just found over the years when I'm marketing any type of product, uh, to me, testimony, authentic testimony, real testimonials of, of customers that have been using the product, um, are two things. One, they're, they're great for convincing other people to buy. And there's really, again, um, if you go down, there's a really great book, uh, that I got a lot of information out of called, um, the psychology of influence, uh, influenced the site, um, uh, uh, Dr. Uh, Cheldini. I don't know if you ever heard of him. He's a professor at Arizona State. He's got six persuasion principles, and one of them, and y- you know, m- many of your listeners know this if they're in e-commerce, is social proof. Okay, um, are other people using the product? Uh, what do they think of it? uh, Amazon has taken this concept to the highest level with reviews. You know, they have everybody review a product and people go on Amazon and they look at the reviews. So don't underestimate the power of testimonials. And I, I'm always surprised at how many, um, business companies I run into that really aren't fully utilizing the testimonials. And I think that, uh, they're great for two reasons. If you go out to your database that you're shipping to and you, um, uh, ask and I, I show people how to do this with a series of emails to speak to people that have purchased the product. Um, you'd be shocked how many will respond in a positive way because if people like a product they want to talk about it. And so the things you learn, and I'll do a, a quick 20 minute interview with each person, uh, you know usually on with video, a camera, and you'll learn what people like about the product, what they don't like. and I feel like after interviewing 15 to 20 people, From a marketing perspective, I know exactly what things to emphasize, what questions to answer. So it's great for doing uh, real product research, uh, but then also the testimonials themselves when they're deployed on your website or however you want to use them are powerful psychological way of getting people to purchase as well.
0: Yeah. Some texts I've seen, and I don't know what retailer does this, but I always thought it was the most uh, clever thing where, you know, they say, like us, love us sort of thing. Leave us a review here. If you have any issues, tell us, here's how to contact us, email, phone, whatever. And it kind of lets someone know that's getting this, Hey, you know, if you like us, this is where you go. But if you don't like us, (laughs) don't leave a review, tell us and we'll help and we'll help you. And they kind of imply if you email us, we're going to work with you and make you, you know, help fix the issue that you're having. So it makes this nice thing where you're going to start getting more positive reviews and all the negatives you could help turn those potentially negative reviews, turn those customers into positive reviews by actually helping them.
1: Um, Yeah, it's a constant feedback loop and um, it's really powerful because, um, you know, I always run into, you know, and again, I'm going to go off on a little tangent. You work with inventors and a lot of times they don't want to launch a product until it's absolutely perfect. And I'm a big believer in like, you know, building the airplane as you're flying it a little bit. So get the product out there, get consumer feedback. Like you were just talking about, do you like it? Do you don't like it? The ones that don't like it, you're not just trying to make them happy from a customer service standpoint. You're also basically using that feedback to improve your product and service. And that keeps going constantly. So the more I actually look for negative feedback more than I look for positive feedback, because those are ways that you can improve your business.
0: Yeah. And there's all sorts of things where sometimes you get feedback and I've seen people go, well, they're not my target customer. They're not the right fit, that sort of thing. But that in itself is feedback that, hey, maybe your marketing's wrong and it's too broad and you should niche down and. Not, you know, you know, maybe this isn't the way your product was intended to be used. Okay. That's feedback. Why are people buying it and using it? You know, why are the wrong people buying it? Is your marketing tagging them wrong? Is your copy just completely, you know, off the wall? What's happening here and why are these people even coming in the front door in the first place? So even that bad negative feedback, like you said, gives you, you know, some signals that something is happening wrong is something sick, some part of the process. Yeah.
1: No, you're absolutely right, and um you know that is really i I don't know how many times I'll going into a business and I'll say, "Well, you know what's your demographic, what's your target customer?" and they'll tell me then I'll go out and talk to their their customers, and the the actual target customer comes back a lot different than their perception, but that but again, you can then change your 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 targeting your marketing to adapt to what your real customers are so really useful source of information, and I think i I you know one of the things i i um you know, people ask, well, how do you, um, you know, get these testimonials? And I've been doing this for 20 years. And so one of the things I have a free download in the book, that's a series of six emails, uh, that say, okay. And, and again, if you're in e-commerce, you have a database. And what I do is geographically, I, I live in Seattle. So if I wanted to do this in my area, I would pick out certain zip codes to send out the emails to, and, um, uh, basically it's it's a series of six emails that basically gets people to um see if they're interested in coming a testimonial and then getting them to show up to a location where we want to do a video filming. And it's a it's a really effective way, like because I said it's something that I've been using for uh and refining over the last twenty years to use.
0: So you're gonna use this to actually show up to a physical location. Um so everyone's saying, Hey, we'll be in Baltimore, you know, Thursday yeah. at nine, here's the address, come and talk about this product sort of thing
1: yeah and i even get more granular in the book I don't, I don't spend a lot of time on the technical part of video production it's more about the content but i do talk about things like you know one of the things when you know because i work with companies all over the country and if i have to go down to orlando florida where do we get these people to show up and so a lot of times we'll do a um Uh, A house for rent by owner and we'll rent a house for a day physical address tell people the address um, where they need to show up usually we give them free product we don't ever pay testimonials we 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 can give them free more of the product that we're marketing and so if they're happy customers are gonna like that as an incentive and they'll come and and uh, I like I said I I have a list of 20 questions that, that I have in the book and you interview the people and again great. You you, you you can then use the video you take uh, to make video testimonials. You edit it down uh, to a short one or two minute clips or even shorter if you need it. And then those can be deployed anywhere on your website, on your Amazon, all sorts of different places. So lots of lots of places to use them.
0: Yeah. So that's my next question. Out of tutorials, demos, testimonials, where would you use each one of these videos? Is it, we're talking product pages, marketing material, like where would and do some fit better in others? Like a demo I could see fitting really well on yeah. a product page. Where would each yeah. one fit best and how would you deploy each one?
1: Yeah, so I'm going to, I'll answer that question one second because there is one uh, video I I also like to see people using and that's, and you've heard about uh, you know, your origin story or your, you know, your brand story. So I like to, um, you know, why is it, what do you do, what you do? And again, I'm going to use pluggable as an example. And if you go to the pluggable, uh, uh, website and you go to the video section, the the CEO founder of the company, Bernie Thompson, he has a great two minute video. He was an engineer at Microsoft. He left, he, um, Wanted to develop better products, and he gives a whole background about why he's doing what he's doing. And people love to know, and you know this, the why of 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 a business and why they do it. So that's a video that I like to see right on the 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 homepage, like what what um, you know what what what's this business about and why are you doing it? Then the the demo the how to and the demo videos to me are more on the product pages um, and testimonials. I kind of sprinkle. Throughout, I love to have some of those definitely on the on the homepage when you come there because I think that that's something that's very convincing to people. You know, you, you click on it and you scroll down and all of a sudden there's like six testimonials. Um, and sometimes it's just like a you take a little um, quote out of it and and then if you click on it, you can click on the video. So um, that's kind of where they get deployed for what I'm doing. Would
0: you use them also in marketing material that sort of thing?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, You know, I'd love to um, tell people uh, to uh, Wait, – I'm going to go off on another little tangent because I had a really good thing that's really maybe pertinent to a lot of your listeners. I just got back and I don't know if you've ever heard of this company. There's a a company in Phoenix called Six Division and they're uh, ex-Infusionsoft guys. And Infusionsoft is an email marketing um, uh, platform and there's many out there. And what they do though is they put together specific um, uh, email strategy marketing campaigns for you know here's the email marketing campaign and a series of five emails if you're trying to get somebody to opt in from a Facebook ad or from a podcast or something here's here's um, you know subscribe and save here's uh, uh, cross selling and and um, but the reason I'm talking about this is. Every one of those then said, "Okay, on email number two, you should send a video and um, and or you know or, or you know for instance, and so to answer your question i'm a yes, absolutely a big believer for a lot of statistics I mentioned earlier. People are more apt to open a video and watch it when it's in an email than just reading text. People just don't read anymore. Um, it's, it's a little, I mean, I love to read, but it, in society in general, just doesn't read as much as they watch video. So absolutely use it in as many much marketing material as you can.
0: Yeah. It's one of those things and I've kind of even noticed with the podcast that when you're in a certain people are in different listening or watching modes, right? Where mm-hmm. if you're on the bus or the train, you might be audio or reading, But like if you're sitting at home, you're going to watch a video. If you're in front of a computer, you're going to watch a video. So you almost need these different, um, these different methods all kind of tied together in your marketing, because depending on where that person is, what exactly, like when, when they're viewing that page or that piece of material, they're going to want to consume it in a different way, whether that's audio, video, text, and you have to give them all the different options because you don't know if they're going to be on the train or sitting at home in a quiet room. Um, and, Giving them the different options really kind of helps wherever they are, they can get the most out of it for that particular place.
1: Yeah, no, I absolutely agree with that statement. And I'll, I'll take it one step further because um, when it comes to selling your product, and I'll, I'll probably have a lot of people disagree with me on this, just my own personal experience, it's the same thing when it comes to buying a product. Let people purchase the product where they want to buy it. And what that means is this, you know, your podcast is the business of e-commerce and so we're selling on e-commerce, but some people might not want to buy from their website. They want to might buy from Amazon. Somebody else might want to buy from another online platform. So as much as possible, I like to have a, and again, building on what you just said of giving people the way they're used to consuming information and where they're at consuming it. It's the same thing for me when it comes to purchasing products is let people buy the product where they're comfortable buying it. And, um, even if that means, uh, you know, brick and mortar retail stores, um, uh, you know, or home shopping networks or whatever, lots of ways for businesses to expand, especially if they're doing, uh, you know, direct to consumer products and things.
0: Well, certain things by their nature are more sellable um, via video or, or so, sometimes you want to buy on Amazon. So There's just for whatever mm-hmm. reason, something small, something easy, you can get two day shipping versus free delivery, buying, yeah. free delivery. Yeah. Versus if I'm buying something big and heavy and you know, different, maybe I'll go directly to the brand, but depending on the product, I, you might want to buy somewhere different. Um, And it just really depends on the product, the consumer, what you're used to buying all these different things. So I like that concept of giving folks just options. Um, Yeah,
1: absolutely. Right. And and consuming the information, like you said, but then also purchasing options as well.
0: Yeah. Both because you don't know, right. Um, Mm -hmm. They, and they might be loyal. Amazon. I only shop on Amazon, that sort of thing. And there are people that do that, right? And if you don't sell, if you're not on Amazon because you don't want to give them their whatever percent, uh, you know, double digit percent fee, you're still missing out on a chunk of that revenue right there that you couldn't otherwise capture. So I like that.
1: Yeah, I found something interesting. And just again, a little tidbit, when we um, are on our websites that we work with different clients on, if we give people the option of purchasing, you know, from the website, or they can purchase from Amazon, Um, we've actually seen an increase in in overall sales as opposed to just, you know, if somebody's on your website, you wouldn't think of sending them to Amazon. Um, But again, I think it's just because of the reasons you just talked about. There's certain people that for whatever reason, they want to purchase that way. And so when we put uh, two different ways for people to purchase on the website when it comes time to order. You know, you can click to add it to your cart or you can go to Amazon. We've actually seen an increase in in uh, in sales uh, and conversions, which is interesting. It's like you wouldn't – I wouldn't think that. You think you'd like you don't want somebody to leave the website once they're on there. But this has happened multiple times over and over. So a uh, little tidbit there.
0: Yeah, very interesting. I wonder – yeah, that – I feel like that's something right there. People should just at least be – a B testing, right? If you're not if you're not doing it, maybe it's not right for everyone, maybe you have something against it, but at least try it and see. It's maybe for your business you'll find some amazing results and maybe it'll you know, maybe it won't work. But right. That's something it's very easy to A B test as well too. Um
1: yeah. Bradley and that, knows. that would be the way I would do it because n- anything that I've seen or we're talking about, and you know, this same thing, nothing's absolute and it, and it doesn't work perfectly for everyone, but definitely big believer in testing. And then the only downside obviously is that if they're buying through Amazon, you're not capturing their, the customer information necessarily. So.
0: Yeah. I don't, when you talk about Amazon, which of these video formats actually work best on Amazon? Cause I feel like this cert- on Amazon, you have less of a you have less places to add video. You have just opportunities to customize us. So in those limited opportunities, what would you actually do to kind of capture the most value? So
1: we can steal, we can steal, uh, I'll answer that question, but we can steal some ideas on, um, techniques that make video work better. And this'll work on Amazon, on Facebook. And that is, um, going back to, um, infomercial marketing days. Um, You know, you get the uh, uh, images that you get to put up for Amazon, and I just had a great conversation with someone who's a very successful Amazon seller. And I go, you know, every one of those images is like a magazine ad. And and when you look at most images um, on product listings, it's a picture of the product and there's nothing there. And we've started in a big way adding a lot of um, titles and infographics to the listings, calling out the benefits of the product. And the first one, you're not – it just needs to be a plain product and you're not allowed to put anything on it. But all the other ones after that, you can basically take the the, 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 the main benefits or call-outs – um and put those titles on the pictures and again it'll increase conversions um if this is something that we've been doing for a while and it's true so So now get back
0: right at the top of each one just like yeah top or
1: top or bottom just like you know just like um uh uh, a a magazine ad or a a, a still shot on a video a text overlay yeah absolutely and um and so building you know uh it takes a you know a graphic person sometimes to do it, but um, it's definitely worth it. So then back to the question about where can we use video on Amazon. So it's important um, to get brand registry and once you get brand registry, you can then post um, a video right on the listing. And to me, that needs to be almost like, um, again, stealing something that worked in a different medium, that needs to be a one or two, like a one or two minute direct response commercial for the product. Um, but instead of, um, you know, you're sending them to buy on Amazon cause you're on Amazon, but it's really calling out the, 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 the benefits you're actually selling the product. So that would be the, the demonstration type video, which I really go, um, uh, uh, two things. I, in my book, I go in the five steps to create a, a good demonstration video. But on my YouTube channel, TV, I actually have a YouTube video about how to create a great demonstration video. And it's a, it's really good because it's, again, leverages all the uh, my background and experience in doing this. But anyway, furthermore on Amazon, then below, then as you scroll down the page, you can put that one video there and it should be a demonstration video. And then, um, when you scroll down on the brand registry page, which is like um, building your own little mini website on Amazon, uh, there's another place where you can post a whole bunch of videos there, and um, that would be that's where I would put the tutorial video, the how-to video. Um, Amazon's a little. Um, uh, you know they're they're sometimes they let testimonial videos in and sometimes they don't. I'm a big believer in trying it and see if they they do accept them. I have a lot of clients that are using testimonials again, and we know, you talked about how powerful they are. And then really the last place um, that uh, you can use well two two other places you can use video effectively on Amazon. Again, it, for some of the bigger sellers is um, Amazon Live, which is something that they started up and. To me it's just like again you're doing like a little miniature home shopping or qvc on amazon and the only drawback i've seen with the amazon live is from a selling perspective it works great amazon isn't doing a great job of driving traffic to view this and it's usually up to the product owner which is difficult to do so we've tried it with a bunch of different clients we have good sales results but not a very big audience so so that's the downside of amazon live and again i talk about Uh, in my book, how, how, what the content of your, if you're doing a live presentation like that, how, how effectively to sell. And then the last one, and we just started doing this. And and again, it's with the, my uh, pluggable client. Um, Amazon has a um, mobile advertising where if someone's searching on their phone uh, for a product, like, let's just say it's a docking station they 'll pull up all of the different Amazon docking stations but then they'll be able they'll run a uh, 30 60 uh, second um, video about your product but it's a paid as a paid advertisement and that's getting good results for us as well um, so those are really the ways to, that we deploy the video on Amazon
0: very cool yeah I feel like Amazon the whole Amazon live thing I've heard this also that they're just not getting a lot of views but I think Amazon's still in the phase of Trying testing. And, yeah, testing and just seeing because it's it's relatively new right where
1: yeah it's it's relatively new and it's it's not a new concept it's 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 going to work they just have to learn how to deliver an audience or get the product owner to pay to deliver the audience because everything is about that on Amazon now it's pay for play, but they're they, believe me, they're not going to abandon that. They're going to refine it and get it better and better because it's been proven over and over. That's going to be a really effective way to sell product. And that's what the business that they're in.
0: I think that's a good stance where you say it's going, they're going to make it work. Uh, we don't know how it may not work like this. Like whatever you see today might not be how it's ultimately going to work, but they're going to keep figuring it out and changing it because that kind of direct response, you know, infomercial, whatever it's been for years and years and years. Uh, it just hasn't really found its way online and they, they work, but no one's really figured out how to do it. And if someone does Amazon, they want to be that person. They want to be, they want to be the one who figures out how to make it work online. Um, and if they do, they have the it, most of
1: benefit of it from yeah, it, there's
0: gonna be a little pot of gold at the end. So they're,
1: yeah. they're
0: trying. Um, and this is Amazon. And you know, if they focus on something, they're typically going to keep, they can keep going. Right. So, They're going to keep refining. So I like that. They're going to make it work. Awesome. Well, super good tips. Um, if people want to find more about you, I know the book's coming out soon. So where can they find you? Can they find the book, ask more questions? Where can they do that?
1: Yeah. So that's great. And thank you for giving me the opportunity, but if they go to my website, uh, rickcesari.com, and my last name is spelled C E S A R I rickcesari.com. Um, they can find out about when the books is coming out, Video Persuasion. Obviously, it's, it's going to be out um, on Amazon October 15th. But one of the things for your listeners, if uh, they want to download, we talked about the three most popular types of online video content. I have a, a free download that people can get that will give them uh, – go into real detail about the tutorial videos, the demonstration videos, how to you know how to make them, what's the content, and testimonial videos. And uh, it's, it's good information for people to get. Or they could go to my YouTube channel, which is TV. Okay. Excellent.
0: I'll definitely add both those in the show notes so people can uh, check that out. Great. Awesome. Thanks, Rick, for coming on the show. It's been great chatting.
1: Yeah, it has been great. And I'll leave you a great review, too.